My name is Armando Robles. I work at Republic for eight years and four months. And my position at Maine is mechanic. And uh, I am the local president of Local 1110, United Electrical Workers, UE. Up to Illinois, from Mexico you have come to the cities of Chicago and to toil in the sun. My name's Leah Freed. I'm an organizer with UE. The first red flag for us happened around mid-November when workers noticed that a significant amount of machinery started leaving the plant. They start moving equipment in the middle of the night with a rental truck from Juho. And people showed up for work Monday morning and saw that an entire production line was gone. In the state of Illinois, where we come to work and toil, workers tell their stories in the state of Illinois. My name is Ricky McLean. I'm a former Republic window and door worker, and I'm vice president of local 1110 UE. We was requesting information and they wouldn't give it to us, you know, and then when they would talk with us, they was lying, you know. They said that they were selling the machines to make payroll, and it just wasn't adding up. All they told us was that Bank of America was considering whether or not they were going to continue financing the company and that there was a lot of concern that they would uh, shut off credit and that would cripple the company and make it no longer able to function, but that they were hopeful that they would uh, continue to get financing. My name is Mark Meinster. I'm an international representative for UE. We later found out that they were setting up a satellite operation, a non-union operation in Iowa, in order to get out from under the union contract. So then that was when we started trying to get a strategy together as to what we would do if they just tried to close the plan on us. Really, the idea was, you know, if the company was going to offer people nothing, would people take a stand and not leave the plant until they won justice? And uh, Armando thought it was a pretty good idea. We talked it through. We talked about the risks of it. And then the next day, we brought it up with the leadership of the union inside the plant. We buy some change, some lacks. And our first idea was like a throw out of supervisors and everyone from management and lack ourselves, and then obligate the company to negotiate us. My name is Jorge Mujica, and I am a uh, labor and community activist, a Mexican immigrant. You have this immigrant labor force that on one side has some labor union tradition in their countries of origin, not only Mexico, but some others too. And then you have people who also participated in the last years in the immigration movement, the famous marches all over the United States, but particularly here in Chicago. The uh, African-American workers, white workers in the Republic Windows and Doors participated in the immigration marches. That movement of people coming out on the streets and showing their collective power was really powerful and really taught workers in a lot of cases uh, how to come together, how to organize, how to make a sign, some good chants to use, uh, some real on-the-ground actual skills. So you put all this together, you have a labor union that is pretty progressive, and UE is prone to direct action. The workers are prone to direct action. They already learn how to fight. 
and they fight. Huelga, huelga, huelga. Huelga, it means strike. This happened in the state of Illinois. Then when we came to work December 2nd, which was a Tuesday, we were told that Republic was closing the doors for good that Friday. We was also informed that we were not going to be paid for our vacations that we had already earned and that they would discontinue our insurance. At that moment, I called my wife first and I told her, you know what, Friday is my last day of work. And she said, now what are we going to do? Don't worry, we're going to make it. But I was feeling like crap, like it's going to be hard to find another work when it's Christmas and it's no jobs. There's no yaps around the city. Specifically, what they were being denied was the money owed to them under the Warren Act, which states if you're going to close a place, uh, you have to give 60 days notice or pay health insurance or benefits for that 60-day period. The company refused to pay both the vacations and the Warren Act money, saying that Bank of America wasn't allowing them to do so. When they told us that, everybody started organizing. We told the people we're going to have a rally. We ran up two buses. And we make our first protest from my local in front of the Bank of America. We say, Bank of America, you got bailed out, we got sold out. You got bailed out, we got sold out. And we couldn't understand how the Bank of America received $25 billion on bailout and the workers throw out of the street with no notice, with no benefits, with no earned vacations. Workers are being thrown out on the streets two weeks before Christmas. Friday came. Bank of America and the owners from Republic Window and Doors, they had agreed to meet with us that Friday. Republic did not show up to the meeting. And so the flashpoint really came on that final day when the company told us there's nothing on the table for these workers. So at that time, it was agreed that we would occupy the plant. At this hour, about 200 factory workers let go from Chicago's Republic windows and doors are staging a sit-in at the factory. I'm a black man. I'm 55 years old. I come from Mason, Tennessee, which is right outside of Memphis, Tennessee. I'm the grandson of a sharecropper. So I've seen a lot of stuff in my life, you know, a lot of injustice. And I realized that without a fight, nothing changes. So at some point, I just had to look at the bigger picture. Well, I've grown in Guadalajara, Mexico with my stepfather. And he has a factory. And he asked me, what made me to fight? He told me, you crazy. What make you to do that? Ten years I worked for him, cleaning the floors. And all the times he paid me what he wants. And it's what I feel in like a... For this oppression I received since being a kid, and then the, all the places where I work, they oppress me all the time. So I feel like it does the thing, made me to, to fight. Huelga, 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 it means strike. And it happened in the year 208, and before it's too late, December 5th was the date. Before Friday, we had gotten 40 people that said that they would occupy the plant. But when that day actually rolled around that Friday, everyone wanted to occupy the plant. We all just came together. 
In the freezing cold, hundreds of workers, their families, and even strangers outraged over the raw deal they say employees of Republic Windows and Doors were given stood on the steps of the plant in solidarity, calling for justice. What do we want? Justice! And so we said, okay, well, look, the cops may show up. If they show up, let's scatter. Make it really hard for them to catch you and drag you out. If you get caught and they ask you to leave and you don't want to get arrested, then you leave. But if you are willing to get arrested at that point, you know, chain yourself to something and make it really hard for them to get you out of there. And so then I talked with my wife and I told her about my intention to go to jail and she hit the roof. (laughs) She had asked me, she said, okay, so you've lost your job, you've lost your Warren Act money, you've lost your vacation money, you've lost your health insurance, and now you've lost your mind. (laughs) I was prepared for whatever it has to be. I knew that it could happen to be arrested, to be in a prison for trespassing. But at that moment, I don't have nothing else to lose. I have to fight back for justice. And we don't deserve the company throw out like like garbage. There's about 200 people uh, right now in the factory. They have been here all day. It's been a very long day, a very peaceful day. Uh, the workers are very committed. We figured to- we had about two hours in the plant before the uh, cops kicked us out of there. Actually, the police did show up on Friday. And we just talked to them. We just said, you know what? We're just staying. We're waiting on an answer from the bank. You know, we're here because we're owed this money and it's peaceful. People are here with their kids. It's a nonviolent action. You know, everybody worked here. They made these windows. Because like you see, Republic window and doors without the workers, it's just Republic. We make the windows and the doors. This man, that lady, you know what I'm saying? All of us, we make the window and the doors. And the police were like, okay. <laughs> so we're feeling like uh, we got a support from the police department saying like uh, what you are doing is, is illegal, but it's fighting for your rights. Live in the CNN newsroom, Don Lemon. We bring some TVs to the company to see what is the news. Drastic measures, laid off workers, hold up inside the business that fired them, refusing to leave until the company pays up. This was a major international news story. You know, we walked outside and, and Al Jazeera was outside and Le Monde. It's the kind of direct action rarely seen in America. What happened in terms of the media certainly was like the perfect storm. The Bank of America angle certainly made it a much deeper story and linked it to so many other things going on in the country at the time that a lot of people wanted to hear the story. Frankly, it's shameful that a bank that got $25 billion in federal bailout money turns around, shuts down a factory by cutting off their credit. So we basically said to management, look, you can either do this the hard way and drag us out of here and get a lot of bad press and we'll fight you every step of the way, or you can just accept the situation. And I think they realized that it was going to be a nasty, nasty fight to get us out of there. For now, workers say they plan to remain here, securing windows and doors and equipment. It caught on because people are just tired, you know? And sometimes no one wants to be the first one to stand up. And I think that Republic was the first ones to just stand up in a long time. Huelga, huelga, huelga. Huelga, it means strike. Huelga, huelga, huelga. We have just begun to fight. This was an unusual experience for everyone. I had never been in a plant occupation before, and none of the workers had either. 
So we were, you know, figuring out some stuff as we went along. So there was three shifts, the morning, afternoon, and, and night shift. We put out the call for sleeping bags because <laughs> so, people who were spending the night uh, in the factory needed some place to sleep. We had different teams to clean the cafeteria, to clean the bathrooms. During that time, it was snow and ice outside, so we had crews that were shoveling the snow and putting down salt. And then we had security details, you know, people that was walking around the plant periodically making sure that everything was okay and safe. We started making crews of people to taking care of the equipment. That machine that you never had time to fix, well, the mechanic was fixing the gate at 3 o'clock in the morning. So he was, you know, helping himself in that sense, you know, for the time the factory reopens, well, that gate is fixed. You must be congratulated for having the courage and the great tradition of Dr. King. Sunday, the third day, we receive uh, Jesse Jackson. He brings some uh, turkeys and some uh, food for the workers. Of Cesar Chavez. A lot of workers from another places, they came to show us their support, bring donations, bring food, stuff like that. Somebody coming out in zero degrees or in 30 degrees, you know, freezing temperatures, to stand up with you, to walk with you three blocks around in a picket line. And when you realize that he or she is there for you, helping you out, giving you even a small portion of their lives, that's very uplifting. It gives you the uh, affirmation that you are right. And frankly, around the country, people sprang into action. There were protests at branches of Bank of America all over the country. You got City in solidarity with the UE strikers in Chicago. We're going to descend upon a few branches of the Bank of America. And then we see uh, Obama making a statement about us. When it comes to uh, the situation here in Chicago uh, with the workers who are asking for the benefits and, and payments that uh, they have earned, I think they're absolutely right. These workers, if they have earned these benefits and their pay, then these companies need to follow through on those commitments. When he made that statement, morale just shot off the roof. <laughs> Frankly, after that statement, you know, we had a line of, of politicians outside of the plants in a way that we, we never had before and, and may never have again. We are the republic. <laughs> Workers gathered together for defending their rights. Trabajadores de mi pueblo, yo les vengo aquí a cantar. The most difficult day of the occupation happened on Tuesday, December 9th. The day before, we had had a visit by the governor, Governor Rob Blagojevich at the time, and uh, he had made a very welcome announcement. We have contacted all of our agencies across state government, uh, and as of now, uh, every agency has been ordered to uh, suspend doing any business with the Bank of America. So we had uh, some pretty high-profile pressure on Bank of America, and they were standing to lose quite a bit of money. So the governor made this announcement, and then the next day, on December 9th, he got arrested. Breaking news, Illinois Governor Rod Blagojevich has been taken into federal custody, charged with, among other things... It was a tough day. A lot of the press left. And so we were concerned that, you know, we were open to potentially the police coming by and arresting people and not having any eyes, essentially, on that. I'm Reverend C.J. Hawking. I'm a United Methodist pastor. That particular day, Tuesday, December 9th, with all the TV crews gone and the workers being in fear, 
It just happened to be a day where we had two dozen clergy from across the country in town for a board meeting. And we got permission to go back behind the double doors where the machinery and the windows were and have the workers gather in a circle. It was everybody grabbing their hands and start praying. It gave us uh, some hope. It was just this very, very powerful moment where many of us felt a release of the tension, knowing that God indeed stood on this holy ground. I think the workers felt really buoyed by this. They felt their own strength starting to come back to them. There is a new development to tell you about in that standoff involving workers who've been staging a sit-in at a factory on the city's north side. Bank of America has now decided it will extend credit to the Republic Windows and Doors factory so that the company can resolve the claims of its employees. Folks just marched right out of the plants. When they were marching, they were saying, yes, we did. The occupation is over. We have achieved a victory. We say we will not go out until we get up justice, and we have it. Everybody was clapping and yelling, and we start hugging each other. I feel very good about this victory, and this money will help in my transition. As a result of our fight, and our lack of fear, we was able to be paid everything that we were asking for. Union employees will receive pay for an additional 60 days along with a two-month health insurance extension and vacation pay. It comes to $6,000 per worker. The vote follows a six-day sit-in. Oh, I was feeling fantastic. We did it. And I remember I, I, I told my kids, because they see Dora the Explorer, and I told my kids, you know what, guys, we should sing like Dora. Like, we did it. 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 Yay! We did it. And they start laughing about it, saying, oh, Dad. But I was kind of amazing. I feel great and proud of what we did it. And I feel like we did what we had to do. It. When we had won the settlement from Bank of America, and returned to the factory, we said, okay, well, this is what we've won. But also we have to look to the future and fighting for jobs. What happened, though, was uh, the CEO of Serious Materials, Kevin Serace, called Armando Robles uh, here at the uh, Union Hall. And, you know, he'd literally seen his name uh, in the media coverage and looked up our number in the phone book and, and called and asked for Armando. And he told me that he is interested to buy the company. He would like to know what he can do it. And he say, I got the money to buy the company. I would like to respect the contract, and I would like to respect the union. So sounds good to me. Sylvia Linda, quite a scene here about 45 minutes ago as the vice president, Mayor Daley, both Illinois United States senators celebrated the reopening of this north side factory. It will be used to manufacture what are called the most energy-efficient doors and windows in the world 
by a self-described green company called Serious Materials. They're going to be hiring the former Republic workers, a small crew at first just to get the doors open, but as more orders come in, they're going to be able to rehire uh, the entire former Republic workforce. I'm Kevin Saray, sometimes the janitor here, but also the CEO of the company. And I want to thank the United Electrical Workers Local 1110, who have been our partners. Now let me say it again, our partners from day one in making this happen. This is a new era in worker relations because I consider each and every employee a member of our family, and I welcome them back home with open arms. It's really, really good news for me and my family and for all my co-workers. I'm pretty sure they're going to be happy when they see this news today. I never lose my hope. I, I always been positive and think like it could be possible. We have force. We are the labor force. And with us continually fighting, now we're reopening our plants, so now we have our jobs back. None of this would have been possible had we just decided to just essentially tuck our tails between our legs and walk away. We wish that out of the Republic Windows and Door experience came out 10 or 20 or 50 or, or 100 similar experiences. I mean, why not? El día 5 de diciembre, allá en la ciudad de Chicago, comenzaron su huelga. Y por seis días enteros, los trabajadores agarraron la compañía. Era la República, compañía de ventana popular. Era la República. Ese día en Chicago, no muy cerquitas del mar. El día 5 de diciembre, qué día tan señalado, salieron.